And hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Stuart and welcome to episode 2 of my Retro Review series. This time I look at No Way Out 2000, but I'm not alone, because this time I have my good friend and co-host of the Josh and Stu Wrestling Podcast, Joshua Plummer, to help me review it. We record this via Skype, so if there's any like lag or anything like that, I apologise, but it's the only way we can do it at the moment because of the coronavirus. I hope you enjoy this very long edition of the Stuart Irvine Retro Review, and hopefully makes time indoors less bad. So let's get stuck into this review and look at No Way Out 2000. Hit the music. And hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Stuart Irvine. And this is... And I... Oh, hello. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> we've, we've massacred our plan already. <laughs> well, it wouldn't would be a recording between you and me if we don't... Something doesn't no. go wrong in the first, like, 10 seconds. I know. <sighs> anyway, before, that... before I massacre up, I'm Stuart Irvine. I am Joshua Plummer. And this is... Um, if you listen to my um, retro review of Roy Wumble, uh, I'm doing, like, a series where I'm rec- reviewing all the... Pay-per-views of the 2000s, uh, obviously done, I'm on Royal Rumble, obviously now on No Way Out, and obviously due to us all being stuck indoors for like three It's weeks. a very, very convenient title. A very unfortunate, but convenient title. Yeah, you could say that. It's like it's like yeah. it perfectly timed it, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But obviously, yes, so at, we are, at the moment, we're on number, episode number two, and we are... Gonna review No Way Out 2000. Mm. Yes, a one that had, funny enough, a match that was involved a cage, where there was no way out. So, is it talking about timing or what? But yes, yeah, so I know. And obviously, I would normally do this by myself. This is sort of a little, my little pet project. But because yes. said everyone's indoors and have time and need to do things, I thought it'd be mm. cool if I can. What was it? I asked you to come along and we can do like a review together. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's given me something to do rather than sitting on my ass all day watching crap television or being productive. <laughs> or, get, or getting Disney Plus and watching all the stuff on that. Yeah. Not not a Disney Plus guy? No, well, I've, I've watched all the things I kind of wanted to watch already. You know, I've, I've got enough things on BBC iPlayer and Netflix to, to binge through anyway. Uh, or another uh, retro uh, wrestling pay-per-view. Uh, thank you to the uh, WWE Network, you know. Yeah, oof, yeah. I mean, apparently, I heard that they've got like people getting that for free. Like, uh, they get it for one month if you sign up, but apparently, you can get it for longer or something. This is the stingy bastards. <laughs> what? Yeah, one out of ten quid. Disgraceful. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yes. Yeah, so, no, obviously, no way out. Um, I didn't watch this back in the day because obviously, I didn't get into wrestling until like two thousand and one. So, mm-hmm. did you watch it back then? Not when it was live. Um, I got it after... Um, I think because I remember the first pay-per-view I remember watching, well, I think was the Armageddon 2000, but I was familiar with some of the characters beforehand, so I, I, I must have watched uh, Raw or SmackDown. Do you remember when it was on... Was it Channel 4? I think it was. And they had like the highlight kind of show on like a Friday or Saturday morning, whenever it was. Uh, well, again, um, I didn't watch it. I, I literally didn't watch it back then. I, literally, I, didn't, I only knew it near like the early 2000s when my, uh, well, my neighbours... Um, pointed it out so I basically ah. I'm like the most unluckiest person on the planet another thing I missed out on 
Mm. But I had um, a selection of VHSs and DVDs. Um, I didn't have No Way Out 2000, but my friend's sister did. And I remember us watching it around their house uh, on one occasion. Uh, back in the days when you can go around people's houses. Yeah. Can't do that now, can we? Uh, I'll go around someone's house to watch wrestling. Uh, it's still kind of not a faux pas or frowned upon, but it's not a thing that everyone obviously watches, even back then. No, but yeah. it's, it's but it was more of a thing like everyone's like, oh, wrestling, I know that. Isn't that Stone Cold? It's like, it's the same thing every time. Yeah, it isn't that's fake, you know, right? It, <laughs> oh, I hate it when people say that. Yeah. I'd had a boss once mm-hmm. that didn't get it. And I think, I think, I don't know if he was trying to intentionally antagonize me. By just saying, yeah. oh, isn't that that thing? You know, it's like they all wear just tights and all that. I'm just like, you just want to annoy me, don't you? I think mm-hmm. he was doing it just to really annoy me. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was just so you didn't really so watch. Just trying, to get he- just trying to get heel heat. That's really- I mean, heel heat's great, but I don't think he knew. That's, that's go away heat, you know? No, I mean, I still haven't found, um, well, we get to that later. It was like with x Pack heat. Yeah. I don't know if it maybe it materializes later on in the 2000. We'll find out with more episodes. I don't know I when it when it came about. Um I really don't know. But anyway, yeah, so no, yeah, 2000 obviously it was people mostly remember it for the main event for the, yes. the uh, Hell in a Cell match between Triple H and Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. Cactus Jack's retirement, I say it in air quotes, retirement match. Yeah, was yeah, we well, we know what happened there. <laughs> if you if you know if you know the story. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so 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 what you're saying is you never watched it. You only watched it like delayed on like Channel Four and stuff like that back in the day. Uh, yeah, on Channel Four, I had my sister's um, boyfriend at the time used to record them. Um, you remember on like VHS where you could record them, but you'd like, set a certain time when you could record it, uh, and then he'd bring it round like next day or so afterwards, and I watched it that afternoon. Lucky. Didn't even, yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, I never got anything like that. I mean, to be fair, the only I think I mean, why was No Way Out 2004 is my favorite because No Way Out 2004, obviously, for uh, no choice for Eddie Guerrero's underdog win against Brock Lesnar. It's still one of my favorite. I think that's my I think it, that might be my favorite pay per view of all time just because it's like it was probably the only ones I can remember that I actually got on vid- uh, were video back in the day. And um, yeah, and obviously I just remember that um, it was just it was really cool when I watched it because I never got to watch any WWE pay per views at all. I had to I had to even read them on like the WWF magazine back in the day, or I had to was it just what, uh, when when I can get the internet of course to like, find the results, but yeah. Or if I asked really 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 nicely, like my mum. Uh, Buy it for me on Skybox Office back then when it was like thirty quid. No hope in <laughs> hell I would ever get anything like that. I, I, no. I, I used to have an aunt that was really into wrestling. Sadly, she's not with us anymore. But um, she loved the Undertaker. Uh, mm-hmm. So when she came around, it was really cool because obviously I got to see my aunt, but also because she was into wrestling, so I was allowed to watch it. Yeah. So it was like excellent. Uh, so yeah, so I, I, obviously this is no no way out is like I like my, my special place in my heart a little bit. Mm-hmm. But this first time I watched No Way Out 2000, um, so it was uh, it was fun. It was fun to watch. That's all I'm saying. It was. Um, it was an interesting show. Um, it, it was nice to see some matchups where if you'd think oh, like nowadays, oh, there'd be dream matches. I'd love to see Jericho and Angle go at it. I'd love to see the Harley Boys and Edge and Christian. Um, but it was just a start, wasn't it? 
These are the start of yeah. their careers. It's, it's crazy when you think about it. Yeah, um, the Hardys were in their early to mid twenties. Uh, Rock was twenty seven. Yeah, even the Big Show was getting like a big. Uh, he wasn't. He's not the Big Show we know now. But he was like, I think it was. He, first, he came as a heel. Then he was a face. Then he was a. Then he was a heel again. So and he was a face again, and then he was a heel again. Then yeah, this this, this is where <laughs> you know all, I'm going. This is where it all began. The, where it all began. But yeah, so obviously, interesting fact if you want to know is this was the first No Way Out. Yeah, I, I can remember this was the first one, or if it, the first one was 1999. Uh, well, he had, apparently, they had like an in-your-house-like one, but they had like, there's no way out of Texas, apparently. Ah, oh, okay. But that was in 98, so, mm-hmm. but I just learned I just learned that today, so it's not like a, you know, but, but yeah, this, that was quite short, short, it's the first no way out, so, mm. kind of a big deal, so. It was, kind of playing on the 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 gimmick of the of the Hell in the Cell as well. Not quite the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, but No Way Out, you'd think, okay, some kind of cage match is going to go on. Well, when he actually used to use it as like, you know, like as an act, not like a gimmick for a pay-per-view, just to get, like, use it for what it needs to be, like a feud yeah. ender. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I don't know, maybe it's just, I mean, for me, I'm watching these pay-per-views to sort of get, get why people like this back then if, and, and like learn anything of like what we can use now. Yeah, because it's. I know it's not the same, but it's like they can still take. Like, why was two thousand and that that good? Well, everyone looks at it high regards. Mm. So, but anyway, enough of enough chatting. Should we? Um, should we get into this? Let's crack on the uh, the opening contest. Yeah, well, obviously this the pay per view was in Harvard, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that's where the um, headquarters is now. Yeah, not far away. And mm-hmm. it was in the, uh, was it Harvard Civic Center? Mm-hmm. I know what that is, but you know, it's um, apparently it's, it's big, I guess. But it's been host to quite a few uh, events by WWF and WWE. Yeah, it was it looked quite good. I mean, talk about a stage. I mean, uh, you, did you see, remember, it had a, quite a simple stage with just like the cage, like cage-like tunnel. Yeah, I love that. Um they went all big on the pyro too as well. So not just uh, the Titantron ramp kind of area uh, pyro, but also in the ring too. Yeah, I mean, they, the back of the days when you had, they had to go all out with it, you know? All out, no way out, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pun intended. That was fun. And you, and, you, and you see the crowd, like they look so like up for it, you it's know, uh, with all their, all their signs, you know. It's, it's, you just forget because it's like you're always like, it's like when you... It's like so some gimmicks you see, Lord, like and some superstars during the, this watching this show. You're like, how the hell did that get over? I know. I mean, I, I do love the way like that we get to two calls. <laughs> they really milk the cow with that. Obviously, um, there was there were some things. Um, there are obviously some things that uh, they they tried to get over, um, but which didn't work. But we'll we'll go into that a little bit later on. It's not too far uh, along down the card but we'll discuss that. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I'm looking forward to talking about this. But, um, anyway, so yeah, so yeah. obviously we started off with um, Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho. Not not star- the way to start. Yeah, well, not the stars they were, they are now, but back then it was like new up-and-comers sort of, weren't they? Yeah, Jericho had a bit of profile because obviously he was a WCW guy, came in doing the whole um, 
Millennium Countdown. Oliveira had the feud with China. Now, obviously, they're allies. Um, I completely forgot about China being kind of manager uh, to Jericho. Completely forgot about that. Yeah, um, I mean, after me, I was a bit like... Uh, it basically, from what I'm watching, obviously because of what's all and Smackdowns, it started from respect or something. So now she's helping him out. Yes, that's the one. So, yeah, and obviously uh, Kurt Angle doing, I mean, the perfect, perfect, like, you know, deluded heel. I mean, I've said it before. I deluded heel. As as JR would point out, like, he's completely obnoxious. Is that, yeah. I love it. It's just like, he's only been in the business for like a year at this point, right? Like like a couple of months. Um, like less than that. I think he he debuted um, at Survivor Series. So like two months beforehand. And and, and now he's looking. They really pushed him. Like really pushed him. They have done indeed. Um, well, he came in as European champion, left with two titles. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. I mean, I think I think at first I thought it was a double match. You know, like where it's like they're both for the both titles. But I, Unification, re- I, yeah. but I realized that I was um, I was ahead of myself. That was mm-hmm. that's the next pay per view. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know. But yeah, I mean, so this was um, this again. It all started with the whole sort of like Kang saying, "Oh, Jericho's not a great champion," all that kind of stuff. You know, the usual mm-hmm. you disrespecting the title because of the way you are type type storyline. Yeah, it's quite, you know, quite simple in the sense of. Mm-hmm. But uh, but when it comes to the match, I mean, it was just. I think it was just you know, a good length and it was just there to sort of, you, you know, like an enhancement match would both look good in the end. They did. Uh, going back to the beginning slightly, in Jericho, um, I, I loved his promo at the beginning as well, using, um, or talking about uh, Kurt Angle's three eyes. Uh, and of course, one of the eyes was, I'm waiting for it, idiot. Of course it was. You're an idiot, an imbecile, an ignoramus. <laughs> it's like, uh, and there was... Um, and there was a uh, I think he said as well I think was it like a catchphrase that he did but a catchphrase that like he never got going but some people were, were chanting it or like saying it in unison because you know he's got the the ever that one he did and be the same again uh, but there was one where um, he he called himself the uh, the mumba jumba or whatever it was oh, I, remember, I remember hearing these because when you when you um, listen to a lot of Chris Jericho interviews He's like, he's, yes. You, I guess we've all done it. Because I've, I've got, well, as I said, I've got his book, so, you know, still reading, yes. still reading it. Cheers to that, by the way. But um, No problem. Um, but yeah, so like, now it's just like he's saying, like, he, 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 not everything he got, he tried got over. And I think it was like, because he was, no. so. You know, the, the crowd was saying it back, you know, they were expecting it. Um, but I don't know why I didn't catch on. Well, it wasn't too catchy, but I, I wasn't aware it was a thing. No, well, I think, again, I like going back to these because it's like we always have these fond memories of the Attitude Era and it's just nice to see that yeah. and everyone says it's like everything was amazing, but it's good to look back to see like mm. what didn't work so we just know. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this was, I think I think in my own notes, it's just like it was good. It was like styles because Jericho was more like sort of like the hip hop start, like high flyer with the, you know, springboard like somersaults and stuff out of in his kind of style mm-hmm. and obviously got um, Kurt Angle sort of obviously the amateur wrestler using using that kind of style and it kind of yeah, it said they bounced off quite well yeah uh, Angle using a lot of uh, different kinds of suplexes uh, Jericho uh, with a few more striking moves um, Kurt Angle doing some wonderful setting where he's you know thrown to the outside 
Um, there was a, an injury factor into there. Um, obviously, when Kirk gets thrown into the ring post, um, hits his back, that doesn't play a factor. But as soon as Jericho comes in um, and he hits his arm, then that plays a fa- uh, then that plays a, a part in the match with Angle trying to work on it, getting into the uh, the kind of Becky Lynch disarm her, uh, if you remember, and as well as the uh, what's it called? Not a Kimura, uh or like the cross arm breaker. Yeah, I mean, it was, just, it was like sort of like mm-hmm. ground, like he's using his wrestling intelligence and using his like high flying abilities, but it kind of worked. I mean, I think Angle mm-hmm. was working on, he said working on the leg as well as the arm and everything like that. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think what I kind of, I kind of liked, he said like the ending of it. It's like, it was really weird seeing him use the lion cell as a finisher. It wasn't weird for me because um, I always kind of grew up with it as his thing was always even Lion Salt or the Wars of Jericho. And then later on when he came back, he had the Code Breaker. Now, obviously, the uh, the Judas effect. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up with the Jericho finishes, so I was very familiar with it. Um, just just me then. Ang- Angles, um, it was called the Olympic Slam and then later on in transition to the Angle Slam. Um but whether like the Olympic Slam hadn't been like too established, I mean Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle was was new to uh, WWF still at this point. Yeah, he still kicks out of um, it, you know, because obviously there, kicks was, out of there it. was a point in the match when he obviously hit it, and it, but it wasn't this kind of like oh my god moment just yet. So no, but I mean again, we, what was we talking about? He had an interesting finish though with the whole thing with uh, China. Did, um, yeah, um, it got a little bit scrappy, uh, like kind of towards the end there. Um, I was not quite sure if there was like a if they were deliberately doing this thing with, with Tim White, the referee. But some of his counts were so inconsistent; they were either really slow or really, really quick. I, I, I don't know if I, this is a, a story that's going to bring out for the whole night, like, like when we watch the wars between WrestleMania and SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. He, he seems to be getting involved in a lot of the matches, like in a really. I mean, if we talk about the finish of the main event later, but yeah, it's like it was weird, but. Well, you see Earl Hebner like losing his cool with him. It's like, yeah, is he just is he like new to the game? Was he like a heel referee? I was, was he not was, sure? Was he on the payroll? Well, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, do, mm. the McMahon's do like the screwy refs, you know. But yeah, but we're talking again. We're, that's again. We're, talk, we're we're way ahead of ourselves. But okay. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think like the finish in the end where it's sort of like um, basically cut and go outsmarted him using one of his eyes. You know, intelligence. Mm-hmm. With the lion cell and he yep. made him land on the belt, knocks him out. And yeah, I like the way he's like he's supposed to be this in, he's supposed to be this intelligent, you know, sort of like mm. best best person ever. But he resorts to cheating to win his matches. Of course, I was I was half expecting. It was nice to see when you get hit with the title, no matter how kind of light or hard, it's like an instant kind of yeah knockout. You know, you cheat like that, you win. Um, I was half expecting when Earl Hebner came down that the match was either going to be restarted or the decision was reversed. Because um, there was a lot of action going on in the ring between the two referees and China as well getting involved. Yeah, I think that's a perfect example of like what's sometimes what's wrong with the attitude ever sometimes is they overbook it mm. a little bit. Like, yeah. too much like it, going on. Yeah. It got a little bit messy. But I, mean, um, but I kind of like that. But, but since it didn't, it, it kind of works because it's sort of um, it just shows that it's like all this intelligence and all this like integrity. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. The only way you can beat Jericho is cheating. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, a, a pro, though, of the uh, of WWF at this time was, um, it, especially with Kurt Angle, they had like an ongoing kind of thing where Angle won. He was celebrating with the with the crowd. Oh, I um, love that. I love that. It wasn't, yeah, wasn't, and then there was like a thing in the middle where Jericho was like, if I see this guy celebrating again, I'm going to beat the living hell yeah. out of him. That's the one. Yep. But you, and then, um, wouldn't you celebrate though? I mean, if I won, if I had two gold, like the Intercontinental and European title, I'll be going backstage and just getting... And, and yeah, if you're that obnoxious, of course, as well. Oh, um, oh I would be if I had then, two titles. Let's be honest. And then later on, Angle in the parking lot, he's loading up, ready to go home, still in his ring gear. Uh, Jericho attacks him from behind and China as well and they just throw him in the boot of the car I was, I was waiting for, him in there. I was waiting for them to just like hop in the car and drive him away I was waiting for that as well but did, um, like, like he's not claustrophobic right yeah <laughs> thank god for that I, I, I miss Parkwood backstage segments like that hmm. that's what I miss the most of WWF or WWE. a lot of like backstage attacks yeah or sort of like what was the last time we yeah what was the last time we saw like a Backstage attack. Uh, top, I don't know. top of my head, just um, is the Seth uh, Seth Rollins reveal with the um, Office of Pain. Yes, that's the Kevin one. Owens. But okay. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just it. I I kind of like the story of it. I, I like mm-hmm. it, like they used it as a way of like it was more story driven. I mean, because obviously the the Western matches weren't, but they were good, but they weren't exactly over the yeah. top, were they? Like in the sense of style. No, they focused purely on story. It was very, it was much more theatrical, but not in the sense of you know that 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 era of like like uh, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. Uh, but they're still characters, but obviously more athletic. So they're really throwing themselves around. Yeah, I know. mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just because um, obviously the wrestling's got better, or just like just more mm-hmm. like. But it's just interesting because obviously then is they don't do anything too crazy, like you know. Um, we got your springboard, no. you know, some like springboard like cross bodies and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But nothing too, you know, simple punches, scoop slams, arm bars, all that kind of stuff. Quite simple or basic, mm-hmm. but it's nothing too crazy unless you go to the, obviously the Hardies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um. uh, but yeah, I mean, but if you're going to give a grade for this match, what would you give it? Um, I, I it's hard to compare because I've I can't think of any other matches on the, the top of my head. Um, but this is a good way to to open the show. Um, unfortunately, got a little bit messy towards the end there, but it's a solid three and a bit star, I'd say. No, no problem. Yeah, three, maybe three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, was, I thought it was quite a solid match. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just uh, I think it's just weird seeing them like so, like start their careers really, like in a sense WWF. And you know where Jericho is now, and you know what Kurt Angle's doing now, so it's just inter- yeah. it's just interesting to see that kind of thing. But yeah, I, mm. I just I just love the way he had both of the gold. He looks he looked quite good with the was it Euro Intercon Intercontinental Champion or something like Euro Continental something like that. Yeah, sounds nice, right? So two belts, two gold medals. Yeah, he's got very nice. He's like us; we're just surrounded with gold. Surrounded with gold. God, I wish I'd, one one day when obviously if I ever have money, we need to get a belt. Like actually have a physical belt. Yeah. That would be my next challenge. But um, yeah, so that was obviously start with a really good match. Now now and obviously next match was the tag team title match. Yes. Um 
I did a little introduction to the Dudley Boys at the beginning, a little backstage segment. Weird southern um, accent. I, I noticed that was it Dud, the, uh, was it Bubba Way done some weird southern accent. It was really strange. Yeah, um, southern drawl there, and uh, he he was known for just like kind of uh, his glary kind of. Uh, or like steely kind of glare, just like almost like a thousand or a hundred yards stare, whatever the the term is, a thousand yards stare. Uh, it's like, you know, when he, he just loves putting women through tables, he's just constantly looking like that all the time. And like he never makes eye contact with one. He's just constantly staring. It's just the eyes. I mean, sometimes you're right with, the, that, with that saying, but yeah. I mean, I love, yeah. I love after watching him Royal Rumble 2000 with the top of the top of the balcony. And I think like a chair to the face, like back in the day when you do headshots to, with the steel chair. And the way he just yeah. like his face, oh, I just love that whole thing where he falls, he falls from the balcony for the tables. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Who was the? Um, I was trying to figure out, um, and this is a problem I have with the other tag team match later on. Um, by the way, it was nice to have um, a tag team match that meant something. It wasn't just an exhibition. So one was for the tag team title, one was for the number one contendership. That was quite quite cool. It was definitely um, better. The tag team match in this one was definitely better than the Royal Rumble. I pointed out in my last one. It was just. It was yeah. like like two minutes, three minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but I'm trying to, yeah, I was trying to point out, um, or trying to figure out who the, uh, the face and the the uh, heel was. I'm assuming like the faces were New Age Outlaws, uh, and the Dudleys were the heels. I think. But so. then I watched Edge and Christian Hardy Boys. I thought, I thought watching it, are the Hardys like heel here? And then they had um, the, the the week beforehand they had the Dudleys and New Age Outlaws on one team and you had Edge and Christian Hardy's on the other team. It's like, okay, so are the Dudleys and the New Age Outlaws uh, heels? So you've got a heel versus heel and a uh, face versus face? It's very, very complicated, very confusing. Yeah, especially the, obviously the New Age Outlaws, like they're supposed to be a part of a heel faction of DX. But every time they yes. come out, they're always doing, everyone's chanting the um, uh, the whole catchphrase stuff they do. Like, you know. Yeah. The, that was quite funny. It's like uh, me and the Road dog who says, "Me and Billy, we do it doggy style, not like that. Obviously, <laughs> not not with not with each other." <laughs> Billy uh, Gunn, when he's got his um his hair like that, it's, you look at him and goes, "Oh my god, has he actually aged?" I'm not quite sure he has. I don't think he, he looks. If you look at him now, like him, um, oh my god, he hasn't. I don't think he has. But he has, but like not not so much. Like if because you because he had that long hair like that, uh, and then he had his hair short for the um. Uh, Billy and Shark tag team. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Billy and Shark. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, um, I guess, the most kind of popular member, or he was used as the real threat because uh, Road Dog was in for quite a long time getting beaten down by the Dudleys. Yeah, I mean, um, my, my, to be fair, it was kind of one sided a little bit. I mean, the Dudleys it was. controlled most of it. I mean, you had the hot tag with um, mm-hmm. Billy uh, Billy Gunn coming in and just like doing the Fane Arso and doing all that kind of stuff just to Fame Arso yeah uh, all that kind of, back in the day when it used to be the finisher not just a setup for a finisher yeah. he did a really cool um, it, the week before uh, No Way Out on Smackdown a Fame Arso uh, like kind of off the steps I think and through a table putting um, I think Bubba Ray through a table yeah that was good I mean, that, I, was, I, that was well executed yeah I mean they did have to admit table breaks back in the actual day were brilliant proper like I don't know I'm, yeah. a, I'm a sucker for violence maybe I'm just really messed up yeah I still get the sound of like a table breaking and a crowd kind of pop like constantly popping to my head all the time whenever I think about wrestling uh, like, or headshot or, or a headshot with a steel chair 
Yeah. Oh god. I mean, it's kind of hard to watch, but it's kind of like I do, I do miss it in some way. Yeah. Is is that sound? Yeah. Um, and also, I, I, I love. Sorry, Mikey. I love the sound as well. Um, I think we pointed out on when we did No Mercy. Um, uh, the the sound of the uh, the replay that kind of like almost swinging gate kind of sound like you know it's yeah. like ah oh, it's like ah oh, that's such a <laughs> retro sound that was so good nostalgia overload no I just I, maybe I just love it because it's like with the steel chair because it's like back then it was just like you hit it and it usually was the end but it's just the way they it was just when you hit it it's like the way they mm-hmm. um sold it was always awesome mm-hmm. yep. Uh, but anyway, we're, we're digressing. There's no headshots yeah. in this one. But well, there is a lead no. pipe, though. There is the lead pipe taking out Billy Gunn on the outside, smacking him right in the arm, affecting his shoulder. Funny, um, yeah. And then obviously, um, out of nowhere, just another 3D by the Dudleys, and they win. And yeah. very well set up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's, love it's a 3D. Like, well, yeah, it's one of the best finishes. I mean, because it, it can yeah. come out of nowhere in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the sad truth is this was longer than the last tag team match, title match. That was like three, f- uh, three minutes. Mm-hmm. This one's one about like what I've got my notes says like was it? It says five minutes twenty seconds according to Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean it's kind of worrying because yeah. um, obviously the, the, I think what they did with that one it's like because obviously at the time like the tag team titles weren't preva- prevalent yet. No, you had some really good tag teams though. Well, we had the uh, APA, you had the Hardys, the Dudleys, the Edge and Christian, you had Too Cool. Yeah, you had Radicals coming through. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, what else? Um, I mean, if you count that weird thing with um, Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Yeah. You know, Head Cheese. Was it Head Cheese? Head Cheese? Yeah, that was, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was, if you remember, it's like Al Snow was doing this thing where Steve Blackman's like straight faced. He was like, he, he didn't want to, he, did, he was more okay. like, more of a, he doesn't do gimmicks. He just sort of like, just wants to beat the crap just out of Just kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Al Snow was trying to be like, oh, we need a gimmick for you, mate. You need a gimmick. Like, mm. and he kept saying head cheese. And it actually got over. <laughs> head Because you saw, you went, when Steve Blackman was out, apparently he was doing, like, everyone was like head cheese, like chanting. <laughs> it's weird, right? <laughs> wrestling is weird back then. And it's just like, the things that get over, just, that's why I love wrestling. It's yeah. weird things get over, right? Yeah, you can. It's great when you just watch these back. And you just completely forget about like certain gimmicks that were going on. I was pissing myself laughing. I was watching uh, one of my favorite SummerSlam, SummerSlam two thousand and one. Um, are you still there, Stu? Yep, still there. Yeah, there we go. Cool. Um, I was watching one of my favorite pay per views, uh, SummerSlam two thousand and one, and it's a promo with William Regal and The Rock. Um, and Rock's doing the whole like, "Can you feel it? Can you smell it?" That kind of thing. Um, and Rock goes, can you smell it? Or smell what? You don't smell that? No, smell what? And you just hear the screaming and uh, Sean Stasiak just runs in uh, and tries to take out the Rock and just runs <laughs> runs straight into um, one of those shutter doors. <laughs> and that was a gimmick he was doing. It was just really funny. Just trying to take out members of the WWF. <laughs> but failing miserably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh. completely killed as they... Um, um, uh, like legitimacy, uh, but fucking funny. Oh, oh man, <laughs> we'll have to get into that at some point. We have to get uh, yeah. talk about the invasion because it's sort of like 
yeah, I always want to talk about that at some point. But anyway, yeah. But anyway, tag. Let's get now. let's get through two thousand. Let's get through two thousand first. Yes, we've still got a long way to go. We haven't even got to the good stuff. We want to like the second pay per view. It's gonna. No, and we need and we need to get through um, some bad stuff, including. Ah uh, yes, uh, nice nice segue there, my friend. Nice segue. segue. But yeah, I mean, uh, oh god, I can't believe this was a thing. <laughs> no. Oh god. I mean, was it the uh, was it we're talking about Mark Henry and um, May Young and the whole um, was it they were like together or married or something like that? And it, but she she was having his kid or something like that. She was seventy seven at the time. Mark Henry was sexual chocolate. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. And yeah, and Viscera. Uh, there's an angle where Viscera just splashes onto May Young. Um, there's a backstage fight at Heat, and then this match is just randomly added. It's and like b- back then. Yeah. Th- done that now, this would be all over social media saying, oh, this is rubbish. What are you doing? It's like no yeah. story. It's like this didn't really have a story. It, it did, but it was dumb. It was just a stupid story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, mean, it, I, I, remember, I remember the crowd, like I, I, on my, my notes, I put down like the crowd like we literally even like the back then they were like boring they were like boring yeah, boring boring there's much just going three minutes and it bored them um because it was just it was two big men with stories that sucked and it just didn't yeah it just, i don't know what more to say i mean god the may young thing what, what what was that all about i i have no idea um the, the kind of pros i can think of like viscera like he's always had like, the iconic look um Especially with his, with uh, mohawk and and the eyes oh the eyes I mean Um, contacts I know but it just looks like he's from like the depths of hell or something like that he had a good look had a good look the match look it's itself like for two big men we weren't expecting like Spanish flies or the top rope or anything Um, but it's it's short and sweet and just like fight Uh, viscera like you're throwing Mark Henry into the steps a couple of times that looked quite brutal yeah, I mean, um, you got the thing like was Vis would do like a heel, like flying heel kick type thing. It looked pretty cool, like and stuff. There like. Were, yeah, there were quite a few. I think these last three matches, there's been um, at least a spinning a heel kick, at least. Yeah, I mean, uh, you forget like like Viswa could do stuff like that. He was actually quite good. Yeah, for for a big guy, um, I, I don't miss his. Uh, he did the. Uh, Big Daddy V gimmick yeah. if you remember oh yeah. Uh, yeah and that horrible horrible singlet and his man boobs just yeah. oh god that, that was, was just... not a pleasant not a pleasant sight I mean you could have all. done like Big Daddy V but did you really have to have that singlet like that thing it just like just didn't really catch on did it like why can no. you just not wear like an actual top like proper like everybody else I don't oh. know but anyway yeah so this was Mark Kemi wins but a bit you know because obviously, um, was it May Young just came out because you know <laughs> why Make not? Make the save, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, he, and he was just about to do the same thing to her again, and then obviously Mark Henry came back. I think I think he's world's strongest slam, I- impressive, you know, uh, yeah. lifting someone who's much heavier and bigger than him. Um, yeah, and then just but yeah, fact, just glad it was over. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's not going to be for the two thousand though, because we haven't even got to the fa- infamous, you know birth to a hand thing oh was that 2000 i think it was yeah oh oh no why why did we review this year again because apparently this was like the best story creative year wwf or e ever had 
Okay. Well, it's everyone like praises it really well, and obviously I've always wanted to watch it. Cause it, it had more, it had way more good than bad. Oh, for sure. I mean, but the that? bad is really bad because it was track because they were trying it was 2000 so we had like the trash TV you know that kind yep. of stuff where everything's got to be like mm-hmm. some like really scandalous or scandals yeah like I think this what this was supposed to be like a like dramatising the whole soap opera thing that wrestling is known mm-hmm. for sometimes but bad this is just bad I'm glad this match was only what was it three minutes done get out of the three way three minutes yeah but that felt like, it felt like 10, though. I, I didn't expect this match to go on for too long, like longer than five minutes. Um, but yeah, can you imagine this match went as long as Kurt Angle and Jericho, like 10 minutes? Like, oh. Even like eternity would fly by. It was... T- yeah. Good God. I mean, I, I think what... The problem with this is like, that kind of match, you could have easily not put it on there. Easily. They add, added it on the on Heat. Yeah, I mean, it's just good. It just would be nicer because this one, we could have been like, yeah, they need it. Could have like took it out and then that three minutes could have gone to the main event or the rock match, the big show match. Yes. But... I, th- I think I think it ended up going to uh, Too Cool and the Radicals because that was quite a long match. Yeah. Um, it not too bad. Mm-hmm. When we get, we get to that, of course. But uh, okay. yeah, so... So the funny thing, annoying thing about this is um, the first three matches have had screw, technically screwy finishes. Yeah, uh, there's also, I, I think there was only one face win, I think, of this whole pay-per-view. I think, was it one or, uh, no, two, I think, but only one that everyone cared about. So the only face wins were Mark Henry. And Too Cool. And Too Cool. Yeah, Wrestle Heel wins, and, and Screwy Heel wins well, as well. well. Well, Taz won as well, but that was disqualification and it wasn't really a match I mean think about it, a month obviously we're still in early 2000 a month ago he was debuting against Kurt Angle in a really good match yeah. and then a month later he's in I, I can't even remember what that anyway we'll get we'll get into that I, we'll get into that yes let's, let's talk about something that's really good though like what was it now obviously after that we get to like a the tag team number good tenor match you were talking about earlier the uh, mm-hmm. Edge and Christian versus the um, the Hardy Boys Brothers versus actual biological brothers. I found that funny because it's like, I love the way now that they're just best friends, Edge and Christian, but then they were yeah. actual brothers. Yeah, including through on to late 2001. Um, yeah. Well, the whole like, you know, betrayal and all that stuff with the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, this was really, really good. I mean, what was it? It lasted for like, what, 50? It was 15 minutes, so a good length. And yep. um, as you as you said, it's like the heels. Like who was I think, like Hardy was doing a lot of trash talking during during this part, during the match. They were doing weird. a lot of trash talking. Yeah, Jeff Hardy was really throwing himself around. He was rapid. Um, who does again, that now? He doesn't. And Christian, we wouldn't expect Christian. His chops were brutal. I know, absolutely brutal, brutal chops from Christian. It's just crazy. He's just like yeah. I think I think I like this. Like, Sorry, keep going, man. Yeah, conveniently, his name is Christian because I was going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, I put in the intensity, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, I gotta be honest with this match is like, you could always put like you got Matt, the, was it you got Matt, and then you've got obviously uh, Christian, but let's be honest, was it Edge and Jeff in this match were like putting out all the stops? Yeah. 
I mean, some of the moves they were hitting. I mean, would you had like a, what was it a step? Was it? They were trying to. What's that move? There? Was it? What's that bit when Jeff Hardy, um, when um, they go and then hands and knees and then Jeff Hardy throws himself into the. Oh yeah. Poetry in motion is it called? Poetry in motion, perhaps. Um, he had the uh, leg drop from Matt on the top and Jeff Hardy holding. Um, I think it was Christian's legs open, just delivering pretty much in the legal leg drop. It's like, I was wondering, how was that never a disqualification? You've just clearly <laughs> dropped your heels into a guy's dick. That's what you I, mean, I mean, you had, you had this weird, you had this weird thing, if I remember, like, you had this thing where, like, you had, like, a, like a Russian leg sweep. And I yep. think it was, like, I think it was, um, was it Christian, like, leg sweep edge? And he fell, he fell on, mm-hmm. like, um, was it, was it Matt, was it Jeff's, like, well, testicles? And it's sort yeah. of like, it's sort of like, technically that's a low blow, right? Should be disqualification, Technically right? that is a low blow, yeah. Uh, well. um, oh, yeah, we saw, um, going back slightly to the Dudley boys, uh, when they did the, the WhatsApp kind of thing, uh, where Devon headbutting um, the guy's groin, but this was days before the WhatsApp thing happened, because I was waiting for it, I was waiting to do it. I'm like, oh, this is clearly early days of it. Yep, I think yeah. uh, I, I think that what that um, Budweiser mm-hmm. advert was around about, what was it? When's the Super Bowl usually? Uh, not too long afterwards. So around about, I think it's like late February, March. Yeah, I think so I think cause that's what obviously I, was, I remember watching that advert with the lizards. You know what? Mm. You know, you know. Well, like that was like mm. what's up came from that. I'm sure. Uh, okay. I, but yeah, but yeah, it's too early, man. We're getting way ahead of yourself. That's that's um, possibly. I bet it comes around. I bet you it comes around in WrestleMania 2000. I bet. But yeah, I mean. I can't. I've got I've, again this this finish, man. What is? Why? Was it taught? Was it taught? Uh, Terry? Like you told? Was it? She it all was of a sudden ter- turned. Terry Runnels suddenly turned. Uh, again, anything can happen in WWF. That's why we 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 loved it, I guess. Um, but you're watching it going Vince Russo. I don't know. Um, he was gone by then. So why? He was gone by then, but it, it reeked of Vince Russo for some reason. Um, but yeah, t- Terry was. I mean, it made the match and made the ending memorable. Um, I was not quite sure. Was was Terry the, the full time manager of the Hardy Boys? I think at this time, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. What, the reason. Obviously, I keep forgetting that we're talking about the APA was there as well. Because higher protection back in the, the early higher protection. The the early. This is the cool thing is this is like the early days of the APA. They've only been like to, like a gimmick for like a month, like a couple of weeks. So yeah. But yeah, um, I think um, yeah, because obviously she got put through a table by Devon Dud uh, Bubba Way. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good stuff. But not not like I, I don't condone that. I don't condone that. But I don't know. It's like. But I think, what if she deserves it? What if she's a heel and deserves it and deserves comeuppance? Well, we didn't like talk. Was it not tall? We uh, te- we got Terry, and then you've got uh, uh who's the one with X Pack? Uh, Tor not Tory. Uh, I've got it in front of me. Yeah, it is Tory, but not Tory Wilson. No, the but other Tory. Well, she got like tombstoned yeah. once, and then she got tombstoned again. It's like can't condone that. The crowd popped for that. That was brilliant. Yeah, but not because <laughs> yeah because she deserved it. She deserved it. <laughs> but, oh God! But he wouldn't wouldn't dare do that now. What well, he did, what well, he would do it, but it's very sparingly now. But um, not well, like they they well, Beth Phoenix got an RKO. And a sick part of my head went to it. I guess it m- must be like to be Randy Orton. Uh, just having the voices in his head going, just punt her in the head now. If you just do the punt, 
It's like, oh, I would love to imagine. See, I would love to see the punt. Can you imagine? God, I would love to see the punt. But anyway, again, we're digressing again. I thought you, I thought you didn't uh, condone uh, violence against women. I don't. Don't sit there. <laughs> I just, oh. You wanted to see it. Yeah, because. <laughs> You're such a hypocrite. Damn it, Stu. Oh, no, I'm human. <laughs> just if anyone listens to this, do not condone that kind You're of action. You're evil. That's what you are. You are evil. Oh, come on. Don't sit there and <laughs> sit on your high horse. You, you're the one talking about it, yeah. I, I know you like blaming me for everything, okay? Like the old damage. Well, you dude. said it. No, no, you're just trying to set me up. Yeah, you're speechless. You're speechless. <laughs> oh, shut up. Anyway, um, anyway yeah, I- the ending. Um, Terry pushes Jeff Hardy off the top rope, uh, yeah. which Matt completely misses. And then all of a sudden, like, say, what, I don't know, what are you doing? And was it, like, a, yeah, and then we had a slingshot. Or, like, you know, was it with a throw it into, like, Matt was going to go and hit her off the apron, but he stopped. And then slapped yep. him. Then walked into the yep. unprettier. Hit Matt. Unprettier. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Even Edge and Christian Done. were looking, going, okay. What the hell? Yeah. I uh, think they were just confused as me. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, obviously, when we watch when I watched the more of the Raw and Smackdowns afterwards leading up to WrestleMania, but they explain it, but that was more of them things when it is a turn and it's just like, uh, what? Like, it makes no sense. Just, just out of the blue. Yeah. And then obviously, I know, and then at the end, yeah, you thought for the entire match, the APA didn't do nothing. It was standing there. Nothing. And then obviously, there was it, Matt and Jeff were like trying to get revenge, like trying to grab and say, what are you doing? Mm. And then they just, the APA turned up and got to work. Yep. Uh, kicked the crap out of uh, Jeff Hardy. Landed like hard on his head at some point. Oh, uh, that dominate. You know that dirt? Was it Farouk's dominator? Yes. My God, that looked horrible. I don't think I he. Know. I don't think he lifted him too. What? Well, like, couldn't lift him up. So like, when he landed, he just looked. Yeah. Looked devil. I don't think that was supposed to happen, but. I I don't know. Was it like um, them kind of being veterans at the time and just showing because. They, they were, they were fairly new-ish, the Hardys, weren't they? Was it yeah. 99 they came in? Yeah, I think it was well, like early, c- like mid-ed 99. As a, as a, yeah, as a tag team they came in. They were like beforehand, I think like 97. Yeah, because they debuted um, against, um, with uh, was it the new... Razor Ramon. Was it Razor Ramon? Might have been, actually. But I think the first time we had like yeah. the Hardy gimmick, proper Hardy, was the uh, when they debuted as the new boot uh, with the uh, Gangrel. Yes. Yes, the really weird... That yeah, the mm-hmm. whole thing with the vampire stuff. Well, by uh, where he got totally, he was doing good, and then he spoke, and then his gimmick was gone. Yeah, <laughs> this is why you shouldn't speak, people. This is why you shouldn't speak. Don't <laughs> when, speak. No, that's why. This is why. This is why Brock Lesnar has Paul Heyman. He's not that good yes. at speaking. Anyway, but no. yeah, this like this finishing was like, like what the hell? It's just like it, it, yeah. it, it, again, it, you said it reeks of Russo. Like, you know, yeah. shock factor for the sake of shock factor. Mm. Yeah. If if Edge and Christian like played like shock and then maybe after going, ha ha, we actually did it and played like, are oh, you cheating, uh, despicable, like clever heels you. Um, but Edge cover afterwards in the backstage segment where the, I think it was Lillian, um, Lillian Garcia, I think Christian or um, Edge called her Vivian or something. I'm not sure. Um, but Edge just pretty much said, oh, we, we didn't need her. I was like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. That's good. Well, Your new have... manager, we don't need her. Well, it was a bit weird. So we had Christian sort of like... Um, was having like a bit of remorse, like, oh, I didn't want to win that way. And then you think it was edged. It was just like, going, nah, man, we're going to WrestleMania. What are, we, what are you doing? Yeah, I think that was the um, the first mention of WrestleMania. And this was like the go-home pay-per-view. Um, no pointing of the sign, I noticed as well. No pointing of the sign. Well, there wasn't a, a sign to point out, was there? No. Um, Do you know how weird that but looks? I, that, just cause, yeah. Because it's, it it's a thing um, now. You, you have to point at the WrestleMania sign. Uh, that was the first mention of WrestleMania. Obviously, when he mentioned it, it was like, oh, yeah. Like, well, I knew anyway, but I thought they'd be plugging it like even beforehand, like this is the road to WrestleMania. Because yeah. um, I think we're being conditioned, that's why, for years. Because when it's uh, like yeah. WWF now, it's like when it gets to the world of WrestleMania, it's like a buzzword, isn't it? It's keep going on and on and on about it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, weird. I mean, obviously, this 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 the cool thing is this was the start of like a year long thing where like the tag team division was just nuts. Where it was just Edge, Christian, the Dudleys, and the Hardys going against each other, multiple matches. Yeah. I mean, we haven't. I'm, even... I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to watching that ladder match back again. Uh, I really am. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I found a bad one yet. They did. No, uh, even the, the one the. Uh, they were kind of infamous for what kind of put their name on the maps when they had that ladder match at um, uh, No Mercy. Um, yeah, you went, was, mm-hmm. that, was that the one we reviewed, like the '99 one? Um, was it '98 one? I can't remember what we reviewed. I think that was the '98 one because I think '99 No Mercy. Um, they, they had the ladder match and then they had the cage match afterwards, I think, as well. But they, they stole the show. The ladder match was incredible. God, it's just great to see because obviously, like, you can see where it started. But I mean, mm. it was again. This match was good, and um, again, it's like it's like most tag team matches. It started slow, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff, and then it picked up near the end. Mm. It would have been nice if you had a clean finish. Would have been nice, but I guess in this this the attitude era, so it's how it worked back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Had to be. It wasn't about the good. matches. It was more about the story. So yes, and it it was memorable uh, for that. You know. Yeah, I mean, we haven't even got. I can't wait to the bit when it, we get the famous Edge and Christian with the, the, you know, flash photography and all that kind of stuff. Oh yes, can't wait for that to be a thing. So, but that's not this pay per view, sadly. But we, I'll get to that. It's going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, now we're going to talk about mm. the match that we thought mm, shouldn't be on here. It was obviously Taz versus the Big Boss Man. I had no idea what the the feud was. Uh, if they did mention it, I. I couldn't remember. I think I think uh, it was just a thing of just Taz just stood, I think stood up to Big Boss Man, I think. Or something like that. Yeah. I don't think it was okay. anything too crazy. Because obviously, I love, what I find funny about this is like you had a thing where like obviously Prince, uh, was it Albert, or Prince Albert and Big Boss Man are like a team. Yeah. But it's weird I, because I, I they were like I, together. And then I they split I up. I couldn't even remember them being a team. Yeah. Well, neither did I, but obviously I've been watching <laughs> every single episode leading up to this, so. But it's just weird because it's like mm-hmm. they were a team, but then they split up and then they were fighting. And then completely out of the blue, they're back together again. Out of the bloom, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, no, no, you no, see what I did there. Very nice, very nice. Very, very mm-hmm. but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, he didn't just, you know, like we, you know, like when we have a wrestler now and like all of a sudden the team just back together, no explanation. 
Yes. This is what this felt like. It was just like, oh, they're back together. Oh, they've reconciled it. You know, they're, oh, they've, they've forgiven each other. And then they go back to the same gimmick. It was weird. It's very strange. Mm. But this, I don't know what the point of this match was. I mean, I guess to make, I guess to make Taz look really strong. I, I'm, I'm guessing so. Um, but if not, why not just have him... Like, unless they just wanted to make the big boss man still legitimate. I have no idea. But Taz pretty much just locked in the Taz mission one minute in. Yeah, and then Prince just like... Out, one's in disqualification, yeah. And it was just like a, what, two-minute beatdown? It, it was like double the length, even tripled the length of the match itself. It was ridiculously long. I think it was... Mm. I don't know what they were trying to prove. I mean, I got to like, hit him with that nightstick. Yeah, straight to head looked brutal. <sighs> mm-hmm. Really good. I mean, that was really cool. But I, I guess in, I guess in it was an attempt to try and make him look um, like really tough. So he can take a beat, yes. he can take a really big beat down, but Stu get up mm-hmm. like sort of like yes like Mick Foley you know like the kind of stuff he had to go through and Stu be able to fight that kind of like toughness maybe yes but I'm sure there's a better way of doing it surely yeah but yeah this I mean this is sort of very forgettable I mean the sad truth is Taz was on a um, on his way down at this point he's he's like he only had one good moment and it's sort of like he never really had anything else. Yeah, was this just the moment they go, oh, it, it, there's nothing for you? Um, so we're just going to bung you in the lower mid card? I, let, um, I mean, I don't know where it's... Obviously, at some point, obviously, we're going to get to the point where he went to ECW. And for, like... Because uh, they had an agreement where he went to ECW and won mm. the ECW title again as... Mm-hmm. But was a WWF employee. Okay. It, was, it was weird. When I, when I looked this up, it was strange. It's like where... I think it was Mike Awesome was off to WCW. And they have to get the title mm. off him. But because everyone's been raiding ECW, no legit challenges. Yeah. So they asked no. Taz to come back, win the title. And so like at one point, I'm sure like he was walking around in WWF with the ECW title. But except nice. except for that, I don't think he'd done anything else. They can think, no. I mean, because obviously now Taz is known for his really good commentary. Yeah, for his commentary. Um, uh, I loved him on SmackDown with Michael Cole. I thought they had a great chemistry. Ah, yes, the infamous SmackDown 6 and, you know, Paul Heyman ever. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm funny enough watching that as well. Watching 2000 yeah. and I'm watching 2002 for you as well. Just like, mm-hmm. really, really, really catching up on the nostalgia, man. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we should probably get on to other things because, let's be honest, this this wasn't a very, this was just meh. This was there. Yeah. Kill, um, some, kill some time, I guess. They did the whole, um, they, I, I completely forgot this match was, was happening. Um, X Pac and Kane they announced it as like kind of one of the like triple kind of main events. Um, I guess I remember them doing a triple main event fully loaded 2000. I'm not quite sure if it became like a regular thing. Um, but the story of um, X Pac and Kane as like a tag team, um, potentially Kane joining DX and then Swerve, uh, Kane, Kane attack, uh, X Pac attacks Kane, yeah. And then they had the whole um, what happened was X Pac and Tori with the whole, like, what happened at Christmas type thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, poor Kane. No, but he came back, though. I mean, I like, I mean his return. Like, what's his return? No, it was amazing when he returned. His, um, that return in 2000 where he came in after a match of DX and the Radicals against The Rock, uh, Tuchel, Mick Foley, and a few others, um, that is probably one of my most favourite returns uh, like of how to do um, a wrestling returning, whether it's from injury or storyline, whatever it is. So that and Triple H 2002, pop of the crowd, the pacing of it, it the delivery, the, it was, the setup was so well done. 
I always go back to it. Yeah. Especially with the um, Paul Bearer, like, just comes out. You forget how diabolical he looks. Yeah, he just comes out looking really smug, and there's a big crowd pop, and then the music hits, there's another crowd pop, the pyro hits, there's another pop, then Kane comes out, and another huge pop. Like, oh. Beats the living hell out of a like, and then. Yeah. The two, as we're not, again, not condoning it. But was your tombstone? Probably as as, as, Je- as yeah. um Jay even even Jim Ross was loving that he was like yeah tombstone yeah because you kind of take it. that you bitch yeah <laughs> kind of stuff he was saying is like oh good god yeah. but yeah I mean this match was basic I always found this match it was like watching it I was expecting it to be longer like cause it's supposed it's supposed to be like a like a betrayal like a grudge match so yes so, uh, some longer ish term kind of booking yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it was it was like, was it? How long is it on my list? Like, it's only seven uh, minutes long. Yes, I, I like how they uh, when they, there's a lot of fighting on the outside, as you expect for no holds bar match. Um, I liked how they utilized um, the the cage um, uh, ramp kind of way, like throwing throwing him into there. Uh, that was lovely. Yeah. Uh, I mean- yeah, man, I, I think I like the whole thing. It's just like X-Pac didn't really get any offense, really, for the entire match, really. If he did, it was hitting Kane with weapons. Yeah, or um, like try and take his leg out. I mean, yeah, like try and take his leg out, but it barely worked. Paul Bearer, like on the outside as well, when uh, Tori was trying to get involved and Paul Bearer was chasing Tori around the ring, it was hilarious. I mean, it <laughs> was a huge, <laughs> huge pop for that as well. I think, I think I, I, to be fair, what I found more hilarious is the idea of just like I've always just like beats the living crap out of X Pac. It's like Kane's beating him. Yep. He's, like, he's like, I hate you too. And he's beating the hell out of him. He's like, I never saw Paul Bearer do that ever. It was great to see. Yeah, but I think I, I don't know. I just like it was just it was just too short. You know, it was just too short. Yeah. I, this should be like ten to fifteen minutes long. It should have been like this massive uh, deal. Like X Pac finally gets his revenge. Mm. Like finally gets what he's coming to him. No, there, there was. Um... There was odds bit of like no selling as well. Uh, like Kane got um, hit with a weapon, then uh, was it an X Factor or I'm not quite sure. But then like kind of five seconds later, like X Pac maybe like distract uh, Paul Bearer distracted X Pac and Kane just kind of just got straight back up. I think I think, a- that, I think that, I'm assuming they're trying to do like the whole horror thing where it's like you can't take him out, you're screwed. He's gonna yeah, get you. Yeah, but then X Pac. But then X-Pac did a very similar thing like straight afterwards. He just like kind of automatically recovered, managed to hit um, Kane with the steps. Uh, good use of weaponry and um, uh, use of the environment for the, for the win. I mean, it's, it's unique. Um, it's, it's a very um, unique win because, you know, don't see that all the yeah. time. But yeah, I'm just, no. I, I don't know. It just it felt like it, they built this up for like months and months and months. You know, it would have been nice to maybe like pay off by Kane getting the the revenge but yeah X-Pac winning should he have I mean we've got hindsight now so I thought like yeah like I could see him winning but I think we got the beat down of Tory afterwards but I'd like to see X-Pac get a little bit of comeuppance so whether he was going through uh, the Spanish announce table the Spanish announce table did really well through the show uh, unfortunately just got taken out towards the end it was doing yeah. so well well you know yeah. got, we've got to use it for the right moments man you know yeah. Obviously, we're talking about a certain thing later on in the pay per view, but hey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, this should have been longer. I mean, to be fair, well, it was entertaining in a sense because Kane, like, X Pac was getting his ass handed to him, like, constant yes. beatdown. But I just, mm-hmm. 
and I just I just want I, be personally I would have liked X Factor get you know a two like two st- a tombstones and just like Kane yes. wins, but I guess, I guess I don't know maybe it's just the booking of like because DX you don't want him to lose. Uh, one person's yeah. already uh, the ta- uh, New Age Atlas lost early in night, so you don't want X Pac to win as well. Like to, the X Pac to lose as well. Time- yeah, and this was the time where kind of DX were kind of in control. You know, when Vince was gone and Shane was gone uh, for the time being, uh, and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were in in control. Hence, why um, the main event came to be. Yeah, I mean, now we know the hindsight. Well, we get actually fine enough. We'll be getting to that right now, actually. But like, yeah, this this yeah. came Kane. We're finishing this off though. But Kane and X Pac, like, yeah. I mean, I don't. I haven't, I haven't looked into it just yet. But I think, I think they were. I think they were did have like a match or like. Because obviously at WrestleMania, I think. Here is more of the Stuart Irvine Retro Review. Hope you enjoy. Mm. But yeah, I, w- I would like Kane to win this, but again, you know, it's K- Kane was. Like, you forget how red hot he was. No pun intended. But he was a big red machine. Yes, yeah, everyone. I just, I, I forget people how people are loving Kane. I can't forget. It's so cool to watch a crowd that hot. Yeah, it's, I haven't seen. I mean, when we watch it, um, well, when we watch it down the walkabout, like that's quite heat, mm. you know, hot. Like sometimes, right? Yeah, but it's not all the time, you know. Like literally, like everyone. It's like lots of like, hardcore fans in all the time, you know. Yeah, I mean, I love that, nice. but yeah, I mean, the finish is weird. But again, it's fine. I mean, it was very entertaining. I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. Mm. But but yeah. But then obviously you said you said if this is like the triple main event, so now we go into the because they're the three main stories going in really. This one, the three main stories, yeah, because they're, they're they're so main. Uh, they got their own promo packages, which is quite nice. If it was a main story, it gets a nice promo package, which are always good. Um, yeah, they did do good on ones. The, I mean, the Rock. I mean, yeah. Okay, that's good. So now we're going into next the second to last match of the pay per view, talking about um, the, the Big Show. Versus the Rock. Are we are we are we skipping right past the uh, two core cool and the radicals? Yes, because I want to. And I'm joking. Yes. I'm joking. I just got, <laughs> yeah. No. Well, it's what happens when you really want to talk about that bit because it's really. Cause it, I think it's because we're talking about yeah. Shane. We're talking about Shane McMahon and all that, and obviously then. Yes. He's involved in yeah, but yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. okay. So my bad. It's good to know someone's keeping on top. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, no, obviously I, I know. Obviously, the, the the thing that happened, and now we can't talk about him. Um, does that mean we can skip past his his no, match? No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's not do that. It's much anyway. No, no. Just you know me, memory, memory of a fish. Sometimes I can't remember things. But anyway, yeah. So obviously, as you correctly pointed out, the next match is yes, too cool versus mm-hmm. the the newly joined radicals. With mm-hmm. we have to say his name, Chris Benoit. Yep. <gasps> Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. Mm-hmm. Dean Malenko. Um, Eddie Guerrero was on the side of this match uh, as he had a shoulder injury, but he had a trusty little weapon, a very fake-looking pipe. <laughs> what is it with their pipes in this this pay per view, man? That's the second lead pipe. Like, they had a, it was a second lead pipe, but they had a pipe which actually looked. Legitimate, like brutal, with uh, the Dudleys and uh, New Age Outlaws. That one just—it looked fake as hell. It's like that doesn't look like it. It was gonna hurt at all. I know, but to be fair, it was. It, 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 I, I put in my notes like he was lying, cheating, and stealing before it became his gimmick. 
before he came his gimmick. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of good, but it's mm. just like the whole. I got missed that he their debut. The radicals was quite cool. I liked their their debut. Yeah, like the bit when the old like you know like all of a sudden they're fans, and then yes, and then you knew at some point there were going to be a situation where someone's going to be like in their face, and then they're just going to jump the railing and just like attack everyone. There you go. And it happened, and it was a really good debut. I think. Yeah. Um, Dimilinko D- like kind of set himself out as kind of like the leader, I guess, of the pack. Um, he always kind of had the idea of the uh, uh, was always like the tactician. Uh, he was absolutely hilarious through this match. Whenever he got face to face with Rikishi, Rikishi made like a hot tag, whatever. He knocked down Benoit. He knocked down Saturn. Milinko would get in the ring, and just go, uh, nope, and just get out of the ring. I would too, wouldn't completely... you? Yeah, I-, I would. It's very clever. But it's yeah, hilarious. It's obvious what I think the good thing is it's obvious who they were trying to push in this match. Yeah. Because I, I, what I love about it, they say it's Rikishi and Tuchel. Mm-hmm. It's like yep. Rikishi, was it Fad, Was it Fadu? Rikishi Fadu, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously they took it with that, but it's just, mm. it's interesting because obviously it's just like they're obviously trying to push him as he's like big star. But I mean, yep. but I mean, I mean, Corving is about, <laughs> I love the way they, they were in the company for a month and he went from being a face to a heel in a matter of like a month. Yes, I I mean the whole thing with like Mick Foley and he's like they like you know couldn't get him jobs and then all of a sudden they turn he turns on Foley and then aligns himself with mm-hmm. DX. I mean that's actually do a one on one now, but um, yeah, I mean, one on one. I mean again, what I think I liked it with this one is like looking back now at the radicals, you got obviously Eddie Guerrero mm. and Chris Benoit. Um, yeah, they they were the sort of stars, but it's like you still look at Dean Malenko. Yeah. He was amazing in the wing, Malenko. I just don't think he had the character that could have in that era. Yeah, very, very underrated, Dean Malenko. Um, and Perry Saturn was in there, of course, uh, well known for his mop gimmick, moppy. Ah, uh, uh, um, yes. But that was obviously way, way before then. Uh, I'm not quite sure exactly what led to it and how he ended up with that gimmick, but I'm, I'm, he I'm made kind, it work. I'm kind of looking forward to finding out because obviously I could look it up, but it'd be really cool if I can see it develop. Yeah. But for sure, it, yeah. I mean, this, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good match. I mean, most of it's like, uh, obviously they took out because obviously that uh, they took out Rikishi's leg like weeks before. Yep. So it's sort of like it was mm-hmm. like a target. So most of the match they were just working on him when he came, when he came in, of course. Mm-hmm. And it was just like they the t- uh, they took out Eddie Guerrero too as well. I would have liked that be him to be around the ring side a little bit more, but I guess in just get out of the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was this match and um, Edge Christian and the Hardy Boys. I kind of lost um, a bit of like who who actually was legal. Oh yeah, and so um, well, to be fair, so did Jr. and the King. To be honest, yeah, it's like because someone went for the pin. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that person's legal. Are they legal? Like they did. There was clearly no tag there. They just gone for the pin. Like well, the rules completely different then. Like anyone can get the pin. Like, I think I liked the bit where the end is like when it's like Jr. I think Jr. was sort of like. Oh, I think Dean Malenko's, I think Dean Malenko's, like, legal. I think it's Dean Malenko Mikishi. Yeah. It's just like, I guess, and it starts yeah. the whole, like, craziness, I guess. Like, uh, if it is, that would be convenient because it's going to finish now. <laughs> I mean, one thing about this match that I found, I felt so mm. for Perry Saturn. He got, he got, um, was it, oh, was it Chris Benoit got the stink face? Yeah. Poor, poor Benoit. And then, obviously, you got Perry Saturn got, he got the uh, Rikishi bomb. He got the, got um, he got, he got the worm. And then he yeah. got, and then he got, uh, what was it that that uh, was it leg drop that um, Grandmaster Sexay does? Yeah. 
Um, so talking about uh, evolution as uh, evolutions of moves as well like the worm wasn't quite finished off you know the, the move set was there like the four hops the worm itself the uh, and the vocals the who 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 before that kind of drop uh but the the chant of w o r m uh wasn't coming in yet or if it did it was a little bit later on i didn't notice that yeah i just yeah damn well i guess they're just like trying to keep it fresh i guess you know but um mm. yeah i just i i, I just, I think it's like, well, again, if we can talk about like two cool as a team. How did that work? I mean, you were basically... Yeah, it was just kind of just the comedy tag team, I guess. And they were just radical. I guess they're more rad than the radicals. Yeah. They were too cool. They were too cool to be rad. They were the hipster radicals. It's <laughs> probably why they didn't like each other. Because you were like, well, we're radical. Well, we're radical. Well, there you go. Got yourself a match. Yeah, but we're, we're too cool. Yeah, but we're radical. Yeah, but we're too cool. It's in the name, damn it. But, Say it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the ending was weird because obviously the, it looked like it was going to be a thing where the radicals win with the whole like mm-hmm. working on Rikishi's leg. But then, yeah. then out of nowhere, just like as always, with you know, what was it? He was doing like a stomp. He was like leaning, jumping up to do like a stomp on the leg. But then he gets Rikishi yep. low blowed him. Never mm-hmm. low blow. A lot of legal low Never blows low in this blow. match. Refs are terrible in WWE. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Well, I can't wait to talk about so, the next match. Again, going back to the officiating, was not great either. No, they were like, <laughs> wonder why everyone used to take the mick out of refs, right? Mm. With the whole like, well, they can't let like, like, like paper, you know, take them out and they're out for like 10 minutes. I always find funny. But anyway, but yeah, this, and then it turned into a bit where just like, like Dean Malenko got, you know, the, the Rikishi bomb and then what was it? Uh, that was it. I always forget what the move's called. You know the bit when he goes top. Uh, I don't think it's a Vader bomb, is it? Uh, it was called the bonsai drop. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so he hit that, and then yeah. it's like, you know, two cool win. And I was like, oh, so Wakishi uh, with the Radicals' first match in pay per view debut, mm. and they lose. They lose. Could that? Do, mm. I, I was. I haven't looked it up, but could that be a WCW thing? I have no idea. Be, um, would, I wouldn't put it. I, pu- I, I guess they. I, I guess they just needed. Um, some faces to win and just like a nice kind of moment because um, you had that dance break afterwards uh, too cool were notorious for and then getting Rikishi involved yeah yeah they always do that I've noticed that it's like um, I always loved it every time it's like like Rikishi leaves and then like no don't go and I love the I think I like the way that sort of like they always made the crowd like think that they forced him to do it you know like they're chanting for it made him go oh yeah. okay I'll do it Okay then. Yeah, this is this is why the Rikishi heel turn didn't work. He was just too like oh. he was just too likable. But anyway, but yeah, so you know it's always good to see the dance as well, you know. Yeah. Again, nostalgia. Yeah, this is great. Uh, I, mean, I I I remember you could have um, in the old SmackDown games as well. If you played as two cool and you'd win, you'd get that dance break cutscene. What was that? The first SmackDown game, like the first like you know. I think it was like. Uh, the first couple of SmackDown games, yeah. You can get two calls, um, victory dance. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I forgot. I think, cause I, I think it was like SmackDown, the, the second one. Was it Know Your Role? Is it? Yeah. Oh, I love that game. PS1, love it. Yeah. Uh, know Your Role was the third one. It was... Um, oh, what was it? So there was there was Know Your Role, Shut Your Mouth. What, what was before then? Uh, it's not, not In Your House. What was it? It was another... No, I mean, that's sma- we had the first SmackDown yeah. one that I had, like, it was 99, and he had the SmackDown 2 was a 2000 SmackDown one. 2. Yeah. Then 
oh, oh, know your rule. It was know your rule. Yeah, because just bring it was number three. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, here comes the pain when Brock was it. But yeah, I miss the SmackDown games, man. Mm. We were just SmackDown. Yeah. When you, when you could actually go backstage uh, and basically just throw each other off lorries, just pretty much commit homicide. <laughs> yeah, do you know, man? you got to love it. <laughs> but mm. yeah, I miss that game. I mean, I, I didn't have a lot of wrestling games, so that was like my favorite one. I like, so that was why I played a lot. And it was easy to play because yeah. obviously you used to play the old like WWF like Warzone or something like that. And that mm-hmm. was like ridiculously hard to play because they had these too many combo buttons you had to do just to hit any, anything. Yes. I used to hate it because it's like I was sitting there I think it was like Stone Cold. Like, I just want to hit the stunner but I can't even hit a stunner. Mm. I don't know if it's like the No Mercy game. You ever, you ever played the it's No Mercy game? very popular though, no. Um, not for ages. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe some point when we... Um, when we were allowed outside again, um, uh, the, 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 there's this gaming thing. Well, it's like a gaming um, thing where you can go. They have like all these like retro games set up, and basically you can like. There, there is a place in Brighton. I think it's called the World's End as well. You've got lots of retro gaming in there. That's quite fun. Yeah, I think I remember that. I think yeah, I think that's, I think we're on the same wavelength. Wavelength in that one. Yes, it's like it's a, the mm-hmm. World's End or like. Um, yeah, it you is. Have yeah, it on like Brighton, a Tuesday yeah. night or something. Yeah, something like that. And you've got um, like Xbox, PlayStation, all the retro consoles. You've got, uh, I think, like table tennis upstairs. They've got some virtual reality games there as well, and and a bar. You know. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, what's not, and what's not games to like? is a good combination. Yes. But hey, but yeah, I mean, if you have a chance to play No Mercy, play it. It's, it's really good. Yes, and but, the old SmackDown games. Yes, for sure. You definitely should get them if you can, when we can all leave the... Absolutely. When we can all leave. At the moment, we can't, but, you know, anyway. No. But yeah, that was cool. No pun intended. But now I can go... Now we yep. can go into the Rock Big Show match. The the Rock the Rock versus the Big Show match for the number one contendership yeah. for the WWF title. Perfect example of a feud that is set up mm. by mistake. Yes. Um, they did really well, like, covering, covering their asses uh, f- from that mistake. The result um, s- still confused the hell out of me. I mean, um, to be fair, most of this match was basically like, it was just a fight. It was just like a lot of in like Big Show using these big power, like sort of like, you know, punches, chops. The Rock just doing what The Rock does. Yeah. There was a, lo- a lot of offense from the from the Big Show. Um, Earl Hebner um, learning a lot, I guess, from Japanese referees and just kind of letting the fight go on outside. Uh, as long as it doesn't go too far. Yeah, because obviously um, you just put them in just a crowd a little bit. Like like the usual spot you do now, just like near the Spanish announce table. So it's like yeah. they keep teasing it. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I like the thing like Big Show was just getting really agitated with uh, with um, El Hebner, like for not doing the fast count enough. You know, basic yes. heel frustration. Mm-hmm. But, but, then they, but then they do a decision where... You know, we're a heel, like if, when a ref gets knocked down, then they go and grab a weapon um, to to use it. That makes sense. Or if they go to the outside, they've had enough and they keep losing, they're the champion, say. And they just grab the title and try and walk off mm. to set up a, a screwy kind of finish. Just going outside the ring when the referee's up and they can see it, you're about to smack your opponent in the head with a chair. It's like, you do realize if you do that, you, you're going to lose your uh, number one contender. It was a bit spot weird. I mean, at WrestleMania, it, it was a that bit. Was, that was dumb. Yeah, yeah. It just it, it felt like he got frustrated. I guess in the trying who got so frustrated, he just want to take out the rock. But 
I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, just one more thing I forgot to mention, like um, the build up to this match, right? I just remembered, like, did you remember a little bit when they, he threw him through a, like a, was it a glass? Putting food, the rock that was but the brutal. Yeah, again, the backstage segments, you know, um, coming down the after, um, costing each other matches, coming down after the matches, beating them down. The, the whole, the whole yeah. weird, the whole weird, um, um, sticking people in the uh, DX Express trunk. Yep, I think. I wonder where they went. And surprise, rocks not. Yeah, surprise, rocks not in the trunk, and they just bang, smack with a two by four. Yeah, I love the part. Just like watching back at that, was it go for the cop? The, about another that guy thing, a parking lot thing, chucking him through the, um, yeah. the, the the glass was like, yes, I missed that. Mm. Gives a bit more like edge and realism a little bit. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted, uh, I just wanted to bring that yeah. up because I just thought that was really cool. <laughs> I've um, just going slightly off topic, slightly, but it involves kind of like backstage segments. Well, not quite backstage, but away from ring brawls because uh, obviously what is going on um, here in the current climate um, someone posted the video of uh, the infamous supermarket brawl between Steve Austin and Booker T um, I think I know where you're going with this so some thought it was real yeah right? tweeted like this is, the, this, this is this thing's going on in the Tesco uh, right now and people <laughs> I, I don't know how many people thought it was actually legit I'm like no no that's, I, that's I, hilarious like surely no one thought that was legit you'd be like what was it like was it like I'm sure that's Stone Cold. Uh, that's Stone Cold and Booker T. Nah, it can't be there. Like, this is like 18 years ago. <laughs> I've got to be honest, I do watch that now and then when I want a bit of entertainment. The whole yeah. seg, the whole segment with the whole thing, like part the with the uh, supermarket uh, brawl and then the bit yeah. with the, the church. Mm. Uh, I do watch that back and then just like, just like show how good. Anyway, it's not real. That didn't happen. People are not, you know... Um, chucking milk at people and putting them through stands and stunning people and supermarkets no. just to get toilet well no. we're not that far off but you know <laughs> we're, we're currently um we're all currently queuing outside like uh the the school children outside news agents but it's gonna be done because people are people are slimy dirty heels who cheat well, to be uh, fair i was uh, it really yeah. messed that well i'd love to see like not it was it's like people um outside and just have something like stunner and just like everyone's just like you come, yeah. you're coming out stunner, boom, stunner, boom. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, if on a, on a complete different side, have you seen these videos online where these people are like doing wrestling moves in like, uh, I think it's like they keep showing up on my Facebook feed, where it's just like, um, yeah, I think it's like there's like a WrestleMania on a tube. Yeah, that was a number of years ago. And yeah. and then and then you see these videos. Was there was a Stone Cold? There was a Kane. Yeah. It's just I just love it. I mean, I think another one I found was just like they just do anywhere, like in a mow or something, and they're just hitting like you know rock bombs or that kind of stuff. It's just like I know it's ridiculous, but it's just it's just fun to see. It's entertaining, but it is entertaining. Anyway, let's get back to watch um, the finish. Shane McMahon comes back. Mm, well, you know you're forgetting about uh, gets a, a you're forgetting about the refs. Sorry, you're forgetting about the refs first, man. What sh- was it? Oh yeah! If you forget, the refs got took out. You like you knew this was going to happen, of course. And then, oh yeah. Then all of a sudden, another ref comes out. Was it yeah. Jim White? Isn't it White? Yeah. And Tim White. Yeah, he comes down the screwy kind of referee. Who was he? Screwy? I'm not quite sure. And, uh, that that uh, wasn't quite clear. And then all of a sudden, you got like the old refs just arguing, saying, "What are you doing?" And then there was just beating the hell out of him. Just like yeah. what? It's like. Like, why are you beating up your own refs? That like, is like Earl Hebnight, the leader of the referees, and is like not having uh, this junior referee or whatever just coming in and officiating his matches. Well, yeah. I mean, that kind of that kind of shit was like acceptable when it was you know WWF against 
WCW and oh, yeah, using you... their own referees to get the advantage. That made sense. Yeah, or, or the bit when he actually had them both the refs had a match. That was silly. Remember, remember, yeah. Remember the, yeah, anyway, but the point is, <laughs> yeah, so that happened. And obviously Shane came back and was shouting at these refs for not doing their yep. job, I guess. And then The Rock... Rightfully so, Shane. Good job, good job. Yes, you yeah. know, being a nice guy. And then... I think it was the rock yes the rock hit um was it hit big show with a chair and then hit the rock yep. bottom and then he was just about to do, do the people's elbow and then yeah i think the rock should know by now when shane's in the ring she probably because i'm sure this is like the second or third time in like a couple like was it a year or so he's been hit in the face with a chair by shaman man I'm sure of it yeah so you know it's so unfortunate and then, yeah just like a massive you know it's like ju- always but shaman man always does this thing where he jumps like t- he gets the yep. chair and he jumps he jumps in your face and like sort of like puts more impact. So the rock get you know gets taken out. And then usual thing the the was it the referee comes to puts the arm around the shoulder. One two three. One two three. Yeah, and then it's like the big yeah. So the big show one. I was like, so mm. so at the moment, at obviously of that time, it was supposed to be the big show versus Triple H. Yeah. Not a big main event. You knew there was something going to happen. Well. We do. No, you ex- you expect okay. Surely the Rock's gonna get back in the picture, but they're gonna do a triple threat match. It's like okay, at least it's weird. It was just weird. I mean, because mm. now we know where the, the WrestleMania main event goes. It kind of makes mm. sense, but like I'm just thinking, was there like a f- storyline I missed with like Shane being aligned with the Big Show? I guess it is wanting to have a man in every corner. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but. I don't get it. I, don't, I mean, it was too cool because obviously, again, it's too, it's too another thing where, you know, The Rock getting screwed again. Yep. Like he wins the Rumble, but he's got to go again. Well, he didn't technically win it, but, you know, it's the, we want The Rock. It's The Rock. And then, yeah. It's, it's in the history books. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just weird. But then it's just, so it's weird. Again, I, not a lot of clean finishes here. No, a lot of screwy finishes. Uh, a lot of heel dominance, uh, as mentioned beforehand. Uh, yeah, it, it was an odd time. Um, we're going into WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania two, the year two thousand, a really good year. Um, apart from your your big your big show, you know. Yeah, well, I think grand stage and all. I think they're lucky at this end, this year, the two thousand that hmm. their opponents or their um, other company also was yeah. also sucked. <laughs> was actually pretty yes. terrible so i guess and they could get away with some a, stuff they had a pay-per-view wcw um like two or three weeks prior to no way out i think it was sold out um i don't even know i'm gonna have a quick look now and see uh in comparison what the uh what the show was uh okay so it, let's have a, have a look do you have any more any more thoughts on this on this match um not really i just it's just well it's just looking back at this sort of like did it really need the referees attacking each other? Did it really need um, Shane Man to come back? Did it re- in this way? No. Did it need all that? No. Right, so what we found? Uh, so, uh, oh bloody hell! Uh, there were there were a couple of people wrestling twice. Billy Kidman had like two matches in this one. It looks like, uh, but no, Billy Kidman had. Billy Kippen had three matches. Hold on. Billy Kippen had a match against Dean Malenko in a catcher's catch can match, well, whatever the hell that is. Wait, wait. Did you say Dean Malenko? Dean Malenko. Yeah, this was like three weeks ago. Um, three weeks prior to the, the event. Yeah. Um, I, sold out. This huh? this was Jan- 
was it was it January or was it February? Oh, January January 2016. Should be February then, because I think February because the debuted went about the the end of January. I think. So Super Super Brawl. What's going on with Super Brawl? Super Brawl was 20th of February. Okay, so around about that time. Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, Demon Linko. I mean, unless he's like they, they pre-taped the show. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so we had on that show. Well, Billy Kidman was there again uh, against Vampiro. Uh, Rick Flair defeats Terry Funk in a Texas Death Match. Oh, don't talk to uh, me about te- Texas Death Matches. Uh, it was Hulk Hogan against the Total Package. Was that? Wouldn't surprise me if that. Oh, Lex. Oh, Lex Luger. Yes. The total package. Uh, And your main event as a free ray dance for the World Heavyweight Championship. That was Sid Vicious against Scott Hall and Jeff Jarrett. And you wonder why everyone was watching WWF. (laughs) Anyway, what uh, what was the main event of No Way Out 2000? Apologies for the segue, but it was just a. It was a curiosity. Yes. But yeah, maybe one day I got maybe this, if this retro thing becomes a, a continuum, I might do two. I might do WCW two thousand maybe if I want to. Oh wow! If I want to torture myself. <laughs> if, but, if we're, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, obviously we're talking about oh, the infamous main event, the famous main event. What was it? What this show is known for, really? Yes. Is the hand the cell match between Cactus Jack and Triple H for the WWF Championship. Mm-hmm. With the stipulation yeah. is if Mick Foley Cactus Jack doesn't win, he has to retire. He has to retire. Uh, a stipulation put on him by Triple H. But Triple H very kindly, even though he's a heel, uh, very kindly says, okay, I'll give you a rematch and you can choose whatever stipulation you want, which is a dumbass move from <laughs> Triple H. Yeah, what would you expect? Like, yeah, I'm finally... If Mick, Fo- Mick Foley's going to choose the most barbaric stipulation ever. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, he's not going. He's not going to choose uh, a submission match. You know, he's not going to do a best two out of three falls match. He's an Iron Man match. Hell in the Cell. Oh fuck! Has <laughs> he actually? Uh, here's a question: Has he actually ever won a Hell in the Cell? Mick Foley? No, I don't think he has. I don't think he ever won a Hell in the Cell match. Yeah, but yeah, interesting. Anyway, but yeah, I think Triple H. I think Triple H has the most wins. I think it hurt the cell. What a shocker. It's either him or Brock Lesnar. I think. I'm going to go Triple H on that one. Like, I bet Triple he's H, probably... Yeah. But anyway. Oh, Triple H's probably had more matches, for sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the setup was pretty decent. I mean, it's just like... Uh, Mick Foddy Capshaw was doing the whole, like... Like, this is his match, mm. his domain. Like, you're going to... Yeah. He's going to beat the living crap out of you. I mean, if it's anything compared to their uh, match at... Um, with Street, yeah, Street Fighter and the Royal Rumble. Yeah. That was pretty brutal. That was brutal. Triple H leaving on the stretcher. Um, Triple H doing the whole thing of he, as a as kind of leader or GM, I guess, of WWF uh, under the McMahon Helmsley regime. Uh, he dreamt of a WWF without Mick Foley. Uh, so I was like, well, okay. This is very uh, he, dark here. Serious to me. He he wants he wants Mick gone completely. I mean, uh, by any means necessary, I guess. Yeah, I mean, but he could have just fired him. <laughs> what well, he, well, he did, remember? <laughs> yeah, he, he did. He um, he ordered Rock and um, Mick Foley to have a match, like a pole match, I think it was. Is that right? Uh, fix says like contract on a pole match. Mm. 
think so. Contract on the pole match, yes. I think I think he just reinstated him. You know, yeah, I think it was just a situation of like, I think it was like um, the Rock. Um, all, everyone was going on strike basically, and they chose the Rock as their mm-hmm. like community leader. Yes. And the Rock was just basically holding the show hostage, and they were like, "Well, if you don't reinstate Mick Foley, then we're going to walk out." And obviously, they can't. There's nothing mm-hmm. they can do. So, they nope. it, it was it was basically it was similar to well, obviously they got it from this, but when you know the Occupy War thing with Danny Bryan and stuff, yes, it was basically that, but just with the Rock and sort of like we 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 hold up the show unless you give it. So, and they obviously had to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was anything. I don't. Contract on a pole match, yeah. It's probably uh, again Vince Russo that. That's Vince Russo, man. But but yeah, but I mean, it, the cool thing is about this Hell in a Cell match. I noticed when is that um, the uh, the door was had like multiple chains on it. They padlocked it. Yeah, whether that was Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, or he he got someone to do it, or they got someone to do it. Very clever. Uh, Mick said beforehand he wanted to jump off the cell and land on Triple H. Um, it's a shame they, they couldn't tease that um, I wish they did a spot where Mick Foley actually t- climbed the cage uh, to try and jump on Triple H and Stephanie maybe stops him or is a, is attacked by a member of a DX on top of the cell maybe uh, who knows yeah but I mean I think I've, I I just like that because it just felt like it was very um, you know you know, like it's like no one can escape like literally on the no way out mm. like Triple H yeah. doesn't want him to go on top of the cage because he knows that he jumps off mm-hmm. it after the time but you know when they set that up, they obviously were gonna pay off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, again, it's like it was crazy. You had like chair shots. You had like uh, the cool thing where I, like steel steps. Uh, Launching the steel steps into Triple H, uh, into Mick Foley's face. Yeah, well, that's when it all started. I mean, wonder why the guy uh, probably can't think straight. He had enough chair shots. When I mean, you had the uh, was it the rock hitting him seven times, and then, yeah. then you've got was it does it st- steel steel steps to the face, yeah. like the head. Chair shots yeah. to the head. For a man who, who at that time had a 15-year career wrestling, his in-ring IQ, not because whether it's a character or it's him, was not very good. Um, he was trying to throw chairs up where, um, onto the cell when it wasn't reaching. He, As he was climbing, he um, was throwing weapons up onto the roof when Triple H was there, just easy just to grab the barbed wire baseball bat. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I have to... that, that there was a that kind of gap in the in the cell, uh, which was his opening to, to get out. It was open, but he just charged at it and just ran and just landed head first into the barricade. Yeah, like, you didn't need to do that, man. Yeah, and obviously that. Yeah, What's okay, and, wrong with you? And it gave like him was it Triple H the advantage? Was, I think I think he was like proper like yeah. trying to go all out. Like you know, I'm going to take you. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out with a blaze of glory. I mean, just the, just the whole thing. I mean. When, when you knew when he was going up to that cage. Obviously, we know now because it's it's infamous. But yeah. walking up, I mean, again with the going through another the Spanish announce table, it, it survived. Yeah. It survived the whole show, but near the end. Near the end. Oh, so close. Uh, interesting to note as well, like Triple H's reaction, because um, he he was celebrating on the top of the cell. Where obviously when that happened. Um, but those moments of, I'm not quite sure whether it was Triple H or it was Paul Levesque, uh, Mick Foley falls through the announce table and Triple H is just there, or Paul Levesque, just, 
they're like kind of like shocked like what the hell have I just done oh my god have I just killed him even even, <laughs> even like um, even JR was like trying to push it really well there when he was like no seriously like you know like yeah. someone come out and check this man yeah I mean I think it was all in storyline because obviously you have the guy can I mean the guy if you, if you can fall on the top of a, a freaking head in the cell and land on an announce table yeah I think it should be okay mm. if he falls off like the side of it Mm. But it's just I like again. I just I just miss that kind of like commentary where it's like proper story driven, you know. Yeah. Mister, I just miss Jr. I mean, obviously I know he's in the AEW, but you know that Jr. But with, with Jr. and Taz, wow, that's a interesting, good commentary interesting one. There. Yeah, I'll have to mm. keep an eye on that one. But I think I I, I always yeah. miss. Um, it was a nice little line that um, Jerry the King Lawler said. It was like, um, mm. what was it? Was it Mick Foley's brain must be made of made of magnets because um, he keeps because he keeps getting attracted to metal. Yeah, thought, it's like I'm pretty sure he's got like a couple of maybe still plates in his head. He must do. Well, well, like, probably lost all his brain cells, most of them. I mean, good. Yeah, ah, I mean, but but let's be honest, we're beating around the bush to the bit that's everyone the members though. Mm. The bit I mean, obviously one thing obviously had the bit with the um, it wouldn't be an extreme match if you didn't have some sort of like barbed wire barbed wire bat. On a two by four, yeah, with some, with some matches, whatever it was, conveniently placed at the top of the cell. So obviously Triple H and Stephanie did some rigging of the cell, and Mick Foley did his own rigging of the cell, putting some matches on the top. Yeah, nice, nice, nice one yeah. there by Mick. I mean, and and setting up the uh, the barbed wire baseball bat uh, by the 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 ring announcer. Had they not noticed that there was a barbed wire baseball bat? No, it's like very convenient. <laughs> they not notice when they sat down, going, "Oh, Jesus Christ, that was prickly." <laughs> I mean, I think I think I loved it. I loved it. It's sort of like when he when he rakes when he rakes it across Triple H's forehead. I mean, when he when he have the yeah. crimson mask and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Oh god! But yeah, when it, but, but near the end, it's like when he actually put it on fire. And yep. you know, I think he was going to do like a power power driver onto like onto it, and then the yep. then the famous like reversal, and then he goes through the and then he goes through the cage, and like it breaks and, and through go, the mat. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. That is just, it's great. It's, well, it's not, it's just, it's looking back. It's just, it's so cool to watch. And again, Triple H's reaction, like, oh my God, is he dead? Uh, am I going to jail for murder? And then cut to Stephanie's reaction. He's just laughing, like sadistic. He's like, my God, she doesn't care about Mick Foley at well, all. To be fair, well, she probably hates the guy because he just wants like trying to hurt his yeah. husband. But I mean, I think, yeah. I think a lot of the bit when he climbed down, and then he checked on him, and he was moving, and then he was like, "Ah, oh, crap." So, but only thing yeah, about this, like, he won't die. Yeah, yeah. I just, I've only thing is it did end abruptly, though. I think it had to, though, um, especially at a big spot like that. You're doing a big spot, and then you're fighting for like another ten minutes. It's kind of like, well, it's like you, you'd be superhuman, you know. And this is like towards the end of like, well, the story was he'd this would be his last match, so he's tired, fatigued. Um, the body's worn down. Uh, he's taken one last big bump. He still manages to get up from that. Just one finisher, boom, done. I don't know. Maybe just kind of used to again. Maybe I'm keen uh, conditioned to like you know kick out or finish you in a big match. Uh, I think we are. I think we are. I think I feel like this might be a good thing watching this uh, 2000. It might um, um, get rid of that conditioning. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, outstart. I mean. The, the whole rivalry between Mick Foley and like Triple H, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, Triple H, we all we forget how good of a heel he is, and he was back then. Yeah, incredible. 
Superstar of the Year, I believe he was, um, in the year 2000. Did, did he win our su- uh, your Super G1? He won the Super G1 that year as well. Yeah. So it's just, I, I, I don't know. It's just like, I I always go by the principle is obviously, you know, from stories. Is he always only as good as the villain. Yes. And with Triple H, he is a good villain. Very good villain. And Stephanie as well. Oh, yeah, she, but I think she's got uh, the laugh. I probably got it from her father, Vince, because Vince got that laugh as well. But she's got that face of like, she looks yeah. like she's evil. With like the crazy, yes. the crazy eyes and the smile. But, but yeah, but this, and, and again, I like with the end, it's just like, this Triple H won the title, he went off. And then they were just like, no, this is uh, Mick Foley's moment. Mm-hmm. And it's just. That was lovely. And it just right at the end, you can see, I think he was tearing up. I think he was actually really. Yeah. Because, yeah. it, 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 you know, life was, it was it's like life sometimes imitates art. So maybe it might have been mm-hmm. a thing he really was retiring. Or was it part of the story? I, I, I could probably look it up, but I don't know at the time. Uh, I, I have no idea either, unless he had like a, some I- I injury or I, I don't know. And he had to retire. Or he just made a decision there and then, and they just suddenly decided, actually, uh, we, we want you back in the WrestleMania, uh, want you in the WrestleMania picture. Well, maybe just it made, made sense in the story, I guess, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's the end of um, mm. No Way Out 2000. I mean... That was the end of the show? Yeah, I mean, what a way to end it. I mean, that, that, I forget what, that's a proper main event. Yeah. Again, we're conditioned to yeah. hate main events and, like, rage at main yeah. events. But mm-hmm. it's just nice to see like a show that actually put like back in the day like a show paid off. I, I mean, I thought it did, but yeah, I mean, as a show, that's we like wrap this up, I guess. Um, what's your, um, what was your overall feeling of No Way Out 2000 or look or looking back at it? Uh, enjoyable show to watch uh, from the nostalgia point of view. Uh, it was nice to see Jericho and Angle, the uh, Harleys against Christian Ledge. Obviously, that notorious uh, Hell in the Cell match. Uh, there were a few odd things. I, I'm not quite sure why uh, there were so many heel wins. I guess they were trying to set up a lot of rivalries for um, for for WrestleMania. Um, but a couple, some some odd short matches which didn't need to happen. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a good show. It was solid, like seven, seven and a half out of ten, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, um, it's similar quality to the Royal Rumble, I would say. Yeah, because uh, that was that, yeah, I, that was similar with the sense of like. Yeah, I, I wish they did a little bit more because obviously being like four or five weeks ago from WrestleMania at that point, if they did more, I guess so. They only have one mention of the uh, the tag team match and the, the main event, uh, which was now after this show was going to be Big Show and Triple H. Yeah, um, there, there was obviously there was going to be something yeah. right. It, it, obviously, yeah. But obviously, from see where going, I mean, even everyone knows that at the time because obviously Austin was out. The Rock was the start, the big, the big face. So yep. you've got yep. to put him in the main event of WrestleMania. It's just it's going to happen. So absolutely, yeah. I mean, I, I, again, this is great. I mean, again, the Royal Rumble was similar. It said you had all the really good, high quality matches like uh, the Hand Cell. Uh, you had like the the Edge and Christian and the um, uh, the Hardy Boys was really like you know up there I mean there was never a bad match I mean there were ones you wish you could skip but like not in the sense of just yeah. it brings the show down I think it, it shows like overall quality like both the World Rumble and No Way Out is like it was good like good solid yes you knew who the, who the characters were which is good I thought um, 
if you're just like a first time watcher, you knew exactly uh, what these characters' motivations were. Um, it was nice to see the um, the starting point or how the finishing moves and catchphrases, everything was evolving to how how we know and love it today, uh, and how, or how we just remember it today, depending on um, it, if if it was awful or not. Um, We've got beautiful hindsight, have we? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful hindsight. Indeed, but yeah, I mean. I'm really enjoying watching these these pay views, man. Because it's just like it give, it just makes me like I need to go back sometimes just to remind me why do I like this again? Yeah. Because I mean, but yeah. So if I was going to give it, I would give it a seven out of ten. Just like yep. similar quality, obviously. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's no way out. Two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I this show I'll be back with uh, West. Well, obviously doing WrestleMania two thousand with my old uni mate uh, Kyle. Hopefully next mm-hmm. week. Yeah, uh, me and you and me will be back for hopefully WrestleMania. We'll be back for WrestleMania. Uh, we'll be doing a kind of big one-off uh, review of both nights um, at the at the Performance Center. I, I I just hope they do the pirate ship. It's like you can't just do it in the Performance Center setup. It just I don't know how they're going to do it. I have no idea. Firstly, I, how they're going. How they're going to do a boneyard match? Is it buried alive? Is it a casket match? They're going to have their own little graveyard. Is it like off-site somewhere else? And obviously with the Roman Reigns uh, thing that was announced last night, if him not doing the match because of the whole coronavirus yeah. thing, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to like scrap it and do it again, like or like um, have the? I, I don't know. Have they already taped it. They might have already taped it. Does uh, might have already taped it? Does the Fiend have the match against John Cena? Then get a rematch, or because they were touring around with the idea of um, potentially doing John Cena and Goldberg at Wrestlemania so I'm hoping that they don't do Goldberg and John Cena no um, no no come on man you've got an opportunity I, I, here but yeah but, yeah I mean to, to right the wrong for for the fiend for Bray Wyatt it makes sense for him to go over John Cena it makes sense for him to get revenge over John Cena because uh, over Goldberg as well because now Goldberg has wrong him that's what the fiend does he he gets revenge retribution against the people that have wronged he him he changes people yeah wouldn't surprise me if it's like now now Goldberg wins whoever he goes against he beats them and then like yeah was it the Fiend comes back and he gets his revenge on Goldberg and he takes the title again after he's beat yeah. John Cena but yeah. I don't know it's just it's gonna or, it's gonna be weird this one because obviously yeah or or another one which won't happen uh, Goldberg comes out he doesn't have a match he calls an open challenge who answers the call, bro? Oh, that's not that's not gonna happen. No, because but imagine no, it, because that oh no because that was st- it wouldn't be the same because it's like it needs the pop. It it wouldn't be the same. You you need the pop oh, absolutely. Oh, I just it, that's what that's, you do need the that's pop. That's why I don't get it. I don't know how you're gonna make it like a really special event when there's no crowd. I mean, I know why. They, I, I no. totally understand why they're doing it because obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna fault them for that. But it's just like, no. oh God, it's not going to be that. Uh, watching a wrestling is fifty like more about the crowd reaction than it really is about the actual in win action. Yes, in some ways, anyway. But yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously, in the next couple of, couple of days, we'll figure out how we're going to do this. Because obviously, it's like two. Obviously, uh, two. The whole basically, it's a weekend of WrestleMania, and then. But we've got time, obviously. But it's just doing it. We have to obviously do it by Skype and all this stuff again. Mm-hmm. but yeah so we'll be back for that we're back for that and also stay tuned as well for other podcasts particularly uh 
royally rumbles uh forthcoming episode of our fantasy booking where Stu and i go one-on-one um booking uh, a choice of a aew wrestler yeah i mean that took forever to do well it, it was all right I for hope, me uh, we we set ourselves a deadline then you decide to give yourself another week so <laughs> no because i it, oh because i knew i knew i, I would rush it and yeah. i don't i didn't want it to just be half hour so i i gave myself another week mm-hmm We'll find out if it's earned, if it if it's if it sounds any good. We shall see. Yeah, definitely check we that out. See. I gotta be honest. I really hope I win <laughs> because if you beat me on that, yeah. I won't be able to ever live it down. No, uh, well, I, I expect to win. So just just lower your expectations, Stu. <laughs> so who's the heel and the face in this world, we then? Well, uh, I think I think you're you're the you, you, I think you're the heel in this man. Well, I I have the uh, the experience of writing. So, versus the guy that has none. So, yeah, I guess there's more pre- there's more pressure on you than there is on me. Yeah, well, I guess you've got nothing to lose. But then again, I can just ask for a rematch and just beat you then afterwards. <laughs> Unacceptable. I'm not allowing that. Uh, and also, and also, we're a team. Damn it, you know we're like we've got like a cabinet of gold. We've got so much titles. We're we're better as a team than we are. Very true. Very true. I'm still gonna win though. Anyway, so anyway, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, my um, logic, my my program I used to record this um, uh, died. So damaged you. So um, yes, technology has failed me yet again. But yeah, so let's wrap again. This wraps up. Um, uh, thanks, thanks for coming on the retro retro review, man. I mean, thank really appreciate. It. Thank you uh, as well. Thank you again for for having me, and thank you very much for tuning in. Yes, hope you hope you enjoy. Hope this makes the um, quarantine. If you're listening in the UK, if, or, well, it's everywhere, isn't it? If we're still alive <laughs> by then, you know. Yes, but hopefully you'll listen to this and it would make your days indoors a bit less terrible. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. But yeah, obviously I've been Stuart Van. I've been Joshua Plummer. And yes, and we're the next pay-per-view I'll be looking at is WrestleMania 2000. I'll see you guys then and have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.